Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we want to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without having to worry about losing them, because we know actually like teaching, even though we bitch about it, so we use pseudonyms, hence the Elvis. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast comes out every Wednesday and is sponsored by Lud Lamb Dramatics. That's right, if you are a theater teacher or if you're one of those teachers who's being made to do a play at some point during the school year, go to ludlamdramatics.com. They have all kinds of resources for someone who's teaching theater because honestly, there isn't shit in the teacher store for theater teachers. So go to ludlamdramatics.com. They've got everything. It's awesome. I'd also like to thank all of our Patreon sponsors out there. That's right. We have lots of patrons on our Patreon. And I'd like to thank all of them because they attend all these awesome events that we do. They came to our watch party that we had last month for Bad Teacher and they do all kinds of great stuff. So let me thank them. Let me start with Miss Alabama, Lauren S, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Brian S, Jeff S, Shelly K, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina B, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, India G, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Kate C, Mary C, Haley M, Rylan L, Catherine S, Perla C, Kelsey W, RJR, Cara T, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Rebecca J, Melissa M, Casey B, and Sarah N. That's right, for as little as $5 a month, you get access to all kinds of extra bonus content, so you can just get more and more of this podcast that you love so much. Because honestly, we like doing it. It's been kind of theater, or theater, therapy for us while we go through these crazy pandemic times. But the end is in sight, and things are getting better. In fact, right now, we are doing our second step bet through the Step Bet app. If you want to join us and get motivated to get healthy and win some money, join us on StepBet. Download the app and use the code TEACHER2. That's teacher with the number two followed after it. And you can join about 50 other of our teacher listeners out there while we compete and walk every day. And right now, our betting pool is up to over $1,000. So it's pretty cool. Check it out. That's the StepBet app with the code TEACHER2 to find the Teacher Needs Drink podcast. All right, my friends, I'm glad you're joining us. I'm glad we're still doing this. Welcome to episode 81. Enjoy. Thank you. And I only had two students there, so, but my tits weren't out this time, so it was less uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. (laughs) I am Elvis, your host, and with me today, I have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, and also Count Chocolate. What it do, y'all? And joining us from the deep, deep south, Miss Lucille Lane. Hey, y'all. And also Miss Shirley Temper. We met at Starbucks, not at the same Starbucks, but we saw each other at different Starbucks across the street from each other. I have no <laughs> idea what that is. <laughs> what is that from? Best in show. That's right. Uh, That's right. It's Parker Posey. Yes. And they're the yuppies with the Weimariner. Right. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you guys are here. It's it's a Monday for us, and I am tired, like physically, mentally, hmm. just out of it, just kind of blah. I am ready for summer just to wash hmm. upon me. I want it to like waves just to keep coming and sun and sunshine and drinks and not being in the school or not doing school stuff yes. for just a little while. That sounds really, really 
like orgasmic is the right word for it. Just I want I want a beach is what I want. I, I could do chill with some mountains, like a good porch on the mountain somewhere in Colorado. But right now, the beach speaks to me. I, I want to be at a beach. It can even be a crappy beach. It could be one of our shitty Texas beaches. I would be cool with that. I dig Aww. it. Oh, how are you guys doing, uh, Mister Count? What's going on with you? Count is doing well. I am still wiping the glitter off my body from my birthday celebration. <laughs> <laughs> My office is still decorated. Anyone that comes close has to at least like look at it and acknowledge it. There's streamers hanging from my door. Things have been going. They're gonna come and say it was your birthday, wasn't it? Huh? (laughs) Yeah. And so I kind of eat that up just to. And then there's a lot of cheesecake. So everyone loves me because there was just an abundance of desserts uh, within my vicinity, and so. Now that I've been sharing, everyone's getting pudgy, and we're, oh. we, we're, we're fat and sassy, so it's all good. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bunny, how's things going with you? It's going okay. I could definitely, I think, Elvis, you sent a thing, a link earlier about it's going to be a full moon tonight, and I was definitely feeling that energy today. Like Yes, tonight is the best time to observe the super pink moon. So there's some kind of crazy pink moon thing happening tonight. I, I these these children they were they were demonstrating that for me today, but it, it was mostly okay. We well, survived. Glad you survived the moon children because everyone outside of teaching, no one really believes it. They're like you're crazy, but if you talk to anyone who works like in medicine, like at a hospital or a school, people tend to lose their shit around a full moon. It, I had both my children oh, on full moons. That explains so much. And it was Mm -hmm. a full house every time I delivered my children (laughs) because something about the full moon, people go into labor. And so it's like you said, it's if you talk to a medical professional, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Full moon thing is real. Mm -hmm. No, I I dated a guy one time that I said something about it being a full moon and the kids going crazy. And he looks at me and goes, you know, that's just a myth, right? Oh, and I went, <laughs> oh, my sweet summer child. No. <laughs> Full moons, fronts blowing in like the barometric pressure changing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can spot it in the kid's behavior. Like anybody who has worked in a school for any amount of time will tell you this. Yeah, I, I don't believe in astrology at all, but the full moon thing's real. I, I'm hook, line, <laughs> thinker in that one. Lucille, how are you doing? Mm, I am the moon child, and I got tons <laughs> of full moon stories that are probably not appropriate to be talking Ooh, about. I want to hear it. <laughs> I actually uh, got sleep last night. Um, I don't sleep. Um, I have something called acute insomnia, which means I can fall asleep, but I can't stay asleep. And then once I'm awake, it's done. Donezo. I'm awake for then however long after, you know, Mm, it was a great night last night. I, I, I'm having a great day. (laughs) Good for you. No, that's a, yes. that's a really real thing, and I some people can't take things like melatonin because they'll uh-uh. take it and they'll fall asleep. But an hour or two later, they're awake for the rest of the night. It's also an early symptom of being very overstressed or overworked, and an early symptom of depression for some people if they're Sounds not right. able to maintain sleep. <laughs> and it, it's very real, and I can always tell when. You know, you have those times where everyone around you probably knows you're depressed, but you still like, no, I'm fine. I can always tell my symptom that kicks in is if I start waking up about two or three in the morning and can't get back to sleep and I'm just awake for the rest of the day. That's the witching hour. That's usually my key to like, oh, 
something's going on. Now it takes me like a week of doing this and bitching about how tired I am before it actually clicks in like, oh, I need to do something. Something's not right. But that's one of my symptoms. I hope you're doing okay though. So Miss yeah. uh, Shirley, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Um, I'm exhausted. I'm the opposite. Um, I slept, a f- I got a full night's sleep. I woke up exhausted. I never really shook it. I came home and like napped off and on for an hour and I'm ready for bed. Like I'm just tired. I guess it's just full moon. Um, I had a long weekend, but I got plenty of rest. Like there's no reason. The melatonin thing made me laugh though. I have to poison myself every night to go to sleep. I have to take like 30 milligrams, 40 milligrams to like get to sleep and stay asleep. And then I'm perky as hell in the morning. I have to, I just, it's a handful of casual poison, just casual poison, you know. This is a post from Reddit user, Well, I Guess We Will See. The title is April is Vagina Awareness Month. (laughs) And a YouTube ad prior to a video of a cello performance, I want to show my students. (laughs) Make sure we all knew that knew that at full surround sound volume. Oh dear God. I almost lost my entire class of sixth grade orchestra students to hysterics. I was worried that they would never breathe again. (laughs) The image of one of my favorite students, red-faced, curled up in a ball on the floor, crying, laughing, will forever be a cherished memory for me. I teach middle school orchestra. My life is dope, and I love everything about my classroom time with my students. When chaos of this type ensues, I tend to revel in it because they are children, and I love to bring joy to their days. I didn't make it weird. I just moved on. But inside I was on the floor, curled up in a ball, crying, laughing with them in the ridiculousness of the situation. I wonder if this is cause enough for my admin to pay for, to pay for and unblock YouTube premium for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way to handle a a class completely going to shit is just to embrace it. Because there's not a damn thing you can do to stop it. <laughs> no, there's not. You just got to lean into it. Count, have you had to deal with anything similar to Vagina Awareness Month? You know, uh, no. I have not <laughs> had um, any awkward or vagina-related conversations on my campus recently. And and the fact that it's, what, like middle school? So, you know, everything's like already extremely awkward at this age. But to have a teacher who's cool enough to, like, just roll with it and, and uh, I don't know, just let kids be kids as awkward as something like this is, I think it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like my middle schoolers would have shrieked in horror rather than amusement. Like, we had Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Oh, Lord. At one point. And I literally had seventh and eighth graders putting their fingers in their ears going, la, 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 I can't hear that. I can't hear that. La, la, la. Like over the words, breast cancer awareness. God, I cannot imagine what would have happened if vagina awareness had come up. Good night. My kids would have lost it. (laughs) This is the first I've ever heard of vagina awareness. You're not watching the right YouTube videos, clearly. (laughs) I'm always fully aware of mine, so I don't know why we need a month, but hey Vagina month for me every month since the day I was born. I, I like to celebrate it as often as I can, personally. Get I think out. It's wonderful. Get out. Fantastic. Uh, you guys, I have something from the Teacher Needs a Drink contact page from our lovely listener, Jacques Strap. <laughs> 
Oh, greatest name ever. Hello. After multiple years of bouncing around different jobs, I landed back in school working as an interventionist. I had been doing side jobs tutoring or doing before or after school care for years, and after a great experience as an interventionist, decided to go back to school to get a master's in elementary ed along with licensing in K-6 through and SPED. That sounds just like me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the state I'm currently located in is not very kind to teachers. There's low pay, lower than average, an emphasis on the tons of testing required. It was one of the many reasons I chose not to pursue teaching until I was 30. That said, after completing my program, I'm looking to teach in a different, more progressive state. I've settled on a few that I think would work. Since I'm getting my license in my current state, I was wondering if y'all could provide any information on how to find jobs in other states or how difficult it is to switch states. Any advice on where to find advice would be super helpful. Thanks and love the podcast. Oh, thank you, Jacques Strap. <laughs> I've never said that Jacques. before. Jacques. 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 It, it is Jacques. French. It is French. This, this sounds Jacques. like a job for for our dear, dear Lucille. I agree. Hi, guys. I've moved <laughs> states. I um, was teaching the North. I teach in the South now. Um, one thing I found super annoying is, um, for, okay, some states will accept tests being taken for, like, if we're doing, say, elementary all of your basics, uh, social studies, science, math, reading, but some states like Texas will not. Uh. I had to take everything over. Now, yes. I passed everything the first time, plus I got some extras because I read into, and this is another thing, if you're going to switch states, always read into what's best and what will give you a job. So, um, I took a couple extra tests, you know, here and there just because I know, well, just having this as like a supplemental, like certificate will be really great on a resume. The one thing I got personally got hung up on was the social studies because it's mainly all Texas because Texas is so full of themselves and they think no other history (laughs) exists except for Texas history. So I had to take that one three times because I had to learn it all. (laughs) <laughs> like there was no elementary school, middle school, high school, Texas, uh, history one, two, and three. It was like, I had to sit down, read. I had to watch videos on YouTube. Like I educated myself. That was super annoying. I don't want to cut you off, but I got to tell everyone out there, if you're not from Texas, it is a big culture shock when you start to come to the schools. I moved here in middle school and like my very first day, I was already nervous as crap. And they say, okay, please stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. And this is like seventh grade year old Elvis and like this huge school. There were a thousand kids in my seventh grade class. It was ginormous. And I was from like a tiny school where there were like two little sixth grade classes of like 15 and two little fifth grade classes of 13. Yeah, this was more than I'd ever seen. I was overwhelmed. And so we got through the Pledge of Allegiance and then immediately like, okay, and the Texas Pledge. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? Game. Game. I was my first job, right? First day of school. We said the Pledge mm-hmm. of Allegiance. Cool. We do that everywhere. I Pledge of Allegiance to the Texas. I was like, what? Yeah. What is uh, happening? Oh my gosh. I, I, I just texted my too. husband. I was like, there is a pledge to Texas, by the way. Mr. Count, did, did you have that same experience when you transferred down here? Yeah, I'm originally from Ohio, but I started. So when I graduated college, I got certified in Ohio. Then I thought I had a job, showed up to the job, and it all went south. So I started teaching like a week in later in South. Florida. 
And, <laughs> and the cool thing about Florida is that I scored well on, you know, your, oh, what's it called? The PPR test. The PPR, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, certified math. And that was cool. I did well enough in Ohio when I took my test. It was good in Florida. When I moved to Texas, they were like, oh, well, you get a probationary certificate, but you need mm-hmm. to pass all of these. Mm-hmm. And not I didn't have to worry about Texas history, but I did have to retake uh, certifications for math. You're, you have to retake your general one as well. Um, and then I also had, was health certified and then uh, as a counselor. But that culture shock of like, oh, there's no like 48 states recognize, you know, this standardized test, but not Texas. No, Texas is its own beast and they have their own test that you must pass. And and I mean, I passed them all, but I, yeah, I had that shock too. the same shock with this, with the pledge to the state of Texas flag. Cause like we all stood up and I was like, Oh, it's pledge. All right. That's cool. And then everyone extended their right hand. Like if you, like they extended it out and they did the text. I was like, what is this? Hail Texas. And they all, it was, it was <laughs> almost like I felt very much out of place, but I was like, all right, cool. Y'all do what y'all do. Math is the same all over the place. Right. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Numbers are numbers. Why? I mean, why am I taking all of this all over again? And the money you spend, that's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. And as far as applying for jobs, honestly, I just talked to a whole bunch of people and I had to do my research. No, I think one place you could maybe look is find out at wherever the state's educational agency is. Like Texas has the TEA, and I'm yeah, sure they're the ones you have one. to go through everything to text. I'm sure there's an equivalent for most states where they'll say, oh, yeah, we accept the Ohio test or we accept the California test. We don't accept Texas because they have their own shitty power grid. <laughs> and I mean, I bet that's someplace. But I, I will say this. When I moved here, I was only three weeks out of a job. I yeah. got a job like immediately. You can find teaching jobs in Texas very, very easily. They're always looking for te- teachers. Mm-hmm. I think if you're looking for a job, this is probably the prime time to do so because there's a lot um, of individuals who are considering walking away from the profession just because it's been a very difficult year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so that would be a good mm-hmm. opportunity. But a lot of the states I remember looking at had. Uh, like ODE, like Ohio Department of Education and FDE, Florida Department of Education. Those Department of Education websites were really, really helpful. I already felt crazy attacked. Crazy cat lady or crazy cat teacher? Ooh, let me look. You I already crazy feel cat teacher. by this because I am the crazy cat person of this podcast. <laughs> I feel attacked already. Okay, no, same though, but like at my previous school, I said something about being a crazy cat lady to the campus secretary and she's like i thought you were married like, no i am why not both he knew what he was getting <laughs> it wasn't a secret take right. it so we have here from the teacher needs a drink contact page a message from crazy cat teacher yes hey i'm obsessed with your podcast and have a quick actually funny teacher story to share i currently work as a literacy coach in nebraska One of the second grade teachers I work closely with needed help with a home visit after our staff meeting today. It wasn't in the best part of town, and she definitely wanted someone to come with her. This young boy in her class has been struggling in reading this year, so I'm in their classroom a ton, and we've built a really close relationship. Recently, this student has been talking about all of the cats that keep getting in his house and having babies. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, his teacher and I went to check out the situation today. Never in my life did I imagine that as part of my teaching career, I would go on a home visit and walk away with two boxes of cats. What? Holy How many fit in a box is what I want to know. How big is the box? Okay, keep going. <laughs> Guys, I can say this was one of the strangest home visits I've ever experienced. And trust me, I've had my share of odd home visits and parent experiences. I need to know what is the most bizarre home visit or parent encounter you've had thus far in your teaching careers? <laughs> P.S. The second grade teacher is an absolute saint and is now fostering a mama cat and all of her kittens. Sadly, had to take the other mama and litter to the Humane Society. Yeah, mm. It can only have so many cats, right? That's the thing. There's a, a an old video on YouTube, like one of the OG original viral videos called An Engineer's Guide to Cats. At one point, he says, if the, the guy is talking and he says, if you just have one cat, then you're just a guy that has a cat. And if you have two cats, then, well, you know, one cat keeps the other cat company. But if you have three cats, you start to become that guy that has the cats. And so, yes, there is a limit at some point. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just heard somebody's kitty. Oh, that was mine. <laughs> Spectre says hi. He's hanging out with y'all, oh, too. Hi, Spectre. I had to banish my cat to the other room because she was singing the song of her people. Mm-hmm. I have four cats, so I feel like I have the most. Am I wrong? I mean, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> They're all rescue, for the record. So the question is, do we have any, like, what's our strangest parent experience? So the strangest, the funniest parent encounter I ever had was when I first started teaching, I was in a school where 90% of the kids spoke Spanish primarily, and I didn't speak much Spanish. And there are a lot of kids who spoke both, but a lot of kids didn't, especially younger kids. In fact, I'd be given a class of like 20 kindergartners who did not speak English, and I didn't know how to speak Spanish. And so I would use magic tricks to keep their attention. And so I started learning a lot of magic tricks. And for one parent-teacher night, in order just to have something to do in my room, I just had like magic tricks. And I had a parent come in who was so fucking stoned. Like his eyes were bleeding red. He had a shit-eating grin, like ear to ear. His teeth were hanging out, and he just kept giggling and giggling, giggling. And the kid was leading, like the dad, room to room. And finally, they came into my room, and she's like, "Oh, do a spoon trick." So I did like this tr- this trick, and a spoon melted, and the guy screamed, "What?" and ran out (laughs) and i'm pretty proud of that and so that that's one of my favorite and the other was i saw a mom in a strip club once and i quickly turned around and left because i just didn't want to have that encounter at all that's funny that's really funny pre-pandemic when i went to the gym all the time this guy was next to me and i was making small talk with the receptionist and he was like oh yeah yeah are you gonna go do some squats and i glared at him and then his student his his child walked in behind him and goes oh hey mrs temper he was like dad this is my theater teacher and i just made cold eye contact with this guy and he turned bright red i was like y'all have a good day that's so awkward i had something like that happen i was in an iep meeting and like for the last Longest time, this guy kept staring at me, staring at me. I'm like, what the hell is going on here, right? And he goes, you know what? I know where I've seen you. You are at the so-and-so bar, weren't you? I remember talking to you. And I was like, holy crap, not here, not now. This is not the time. Every, You know, IEP meeting, everybody's in there. 
principals, oh. dyads, oh. parents, sometimes the kids, other teachers. Holy, was it bad. Oh, jeez. I would have set a fire. Men are creeps. No offense. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is probably a, do- nah, a dozen years ago. Um, I had multiple part-time jobs. And students, I used to tell my students that, you know, sometimes at night I'd deliver pizza. Uh, and we always called it slanging dough. That's what I would say. I'm like, <laughs> guys can't come to baseball game night. I'm out slanging dough. Like, that was just uh, what I told them. Well, it just so happened that I had a, a student that said, yo, Count, we're uh, ordering pizza. To, maybe you can deliver it to us. And I'm like, yeah, probably not. What are the odds? It might not happen. And so uh call comes in, we get the call, and I see an address, and the name pops up, and it's a familiar name for the pizza. I'm like, all right, I'll take this one. I decide to take the three pizzas, cheese, bread, and, you know, a two-liter and dessert. And I get to the door, and I knock on the door. The voice on the other side says, oh, hold on a second, I'm not decent. I'm like, hey, yeah, take your time, no problem, I'll just wait out here. Oh, no. And no. so I'm waiting. I wait like 60 seconds, wait like a minute. Minute and a half, two minutes, I knock again, like, hey, you know, pizza's out here. And, you know, you hear someone running through, like, okay, it's all better. And the door opens, and there is a parent in uh, a bikini, like, thong with <laughs> no top or anything on. And then two kids in the background <laughs> are my students, and they're just cracking up. Like, there before I said anything, like, I'm trying to hand you two large pizzas, cheese bread, you know, your dessert, and then... <laughs> and then yeah, don't get grease on your tits. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, total's 36 40 or whatever, and I feel like they handed me $37, and that was it. Ooh. And so, this is a Friday, and I remember I came back to school on Monday, like, so, how was slagging dough this weekend, Mr. Mr. Count? And so, of course, I was like, it was great. Did you see anything that you liked? Like, just the most awkward oh, conversation God. ever. Like, oh. not like, oh, my mom thinks you're cute. Like, I'll try to hook you up. Or, no, just like, just the mom went along with this awkward prank so I could oh my hopefully say something ex- extremely awkward in class. But I... Oh. I held it together, but like, you guys are, that's just messed up. Like it was, I do, <laughs> I do have to commend that parent for committing fully to that prank. She's not a normal mom. She's a cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, guess what? What? Hey. What? We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Yeah. We have a Patreon. That's right. For as little as five or ten dollars a month, you can get access to all kinds of bonus extra episodes of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, lots of lost episodes, episodes that are only released on the Patreon. Plus, you get our movie reviews and interviews with the host. You get to participate when we do our watch parties, which are lots and lots of fun. And next month we're doing a watch party for the movie Fist Fight. We just did one for the movie Bad Teacher. It's gonna be awesome. Awesome. So you guys need to sign up. Plus, we've also got our step bet. Our second step bet just started this Monday. It's our warm-up week, so if you can't really get it all in, you can still sign up, invite your friends, and you can earn money and get healthy. It's really, really awesome. I recommend step bet. Use the code TEACHER with the number 2 followed after it, TEACHER2, and you can find our step bet and join it. And It's a cool community of about 50 of us right now, just so you know chatting and walking and talking and it's not as boring as it sounds it's, it's a lot more fun so anyway do it now sign up for step and sign up for our patreon Woo! Yeah. it 
has come to your attention that your clone is trying to destroy you. The definition of destruction is whatever it means to you. Some people say your clone is trying to destroy you because it is the evil version of yourself. Others insist your clone is trying to kill you because you are the evil version. You have three options. You can go into hiding. You can meet your clone and try to use reason and diplomacy. Or you can attempt to destroy your clone before it destroys you. Which option do you choose? Bum, bum, bum! Lucille? Uh, Diplomacy every time because, like I said before on a previous podcast months and months ago, I would use myself to take over the world. And I'm like, if it's me... I'm going to explain myself. All I have to do is say, hey, why are we doing this? We're going to take over the world. And it because it's, you know, me, my thoughts, be like, oh, you got it. We're doing this. But what if you're the evil version and, like, the good version of you doesn't think like that? I'm going to say that that's horseshit. And I'm going to, like, that's, that's when waterboarding comes, like, into play. And where I'm going to make that person do what I need to do. I'm evil. I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, you're the evil clone, Lucille. There's no question about it. Miss Shirley, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I'm going to destroy them. I already know I'm the evil clone. Like, we don't even have to surmise. Like, I already done been know that. And, you know, as a Gemini, I'm used to there being two of me. And if this, you know, mealy mouth ninny is going to destroy me before I can destroy it, then it got to go. Miss Bunny O'Hare? What would you do if you thought your clone was trying to kill you? I think I would try diplomacy, and then if that didn't seem to be work, working, I would go into hiding because I think it would mess with my brain to kill my clone, like to destroy my clone. I, I think that would like mess with my head a lot. It's, it's like you're killing yourself, but you're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I would try the diplomacy because... If I if I am in fact the evil twin, then that means that the good twin would also be open to logic and reason. If I'm the good twin and that's the evil twin, I might just have to go hide somewhere. <laughs> I think you might be the good one. I've known you for a while. Aww. Mr. Count, what about you? I would only do diplomacy because I think it'd be pretty dope to be in two places at the same time. However, yeah. I feel like the world is only ready for one count chocolate. <laughs> so I think that motherfucker's got to go. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I think Thank I, I got to get him, especially because I don't think I have much evil in me. So I know I'm the good one. So at some point he's coming for me. So I got to get him. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't, I shouldn't be cloned. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He's got to go. So I'm taking him out. I'd be interested in meeting my clone. And I want to meet my clone. I want to know a little bit more and see how clonish we are. I want to know if they actually do think just like me. Being with yourself, like not like being with yourself, but like being in the same room as yourself. Um, You know how they say you never actually see yourself. You only see a reflection of yourself. That's true. I think it would be super cool to actually see myself. That would be cool. A new perspective. I like that of walking to a bar and seeing what I look like sitting there. It's yeah. interesting. No, Are they even like say with simple things posture? like... Yeah, well, yeah, the posture would definitely improve. In fact, I sit up straight <laughs> right when you said that. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to thank our host who joined me today, Ms. Bunny O'Hare. It was wonderful having you here. It was good to be back. Yay, I'm glad you're back. And Count, it was great having you join us. I do what I can. Bringing a little chocolate to the scene. (laughs) 
Miss Lucille Lane, you are a delight. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks. As my aunt used to say, smooches, kisses. And last but not least, Shirley, what you got? Rhapsody has two mommies. Same movie. <laughs> yeah, of course. I don't change movies halfway I through. I, I theme. All right, my friends. Well, deep <laughs> breaths, deep drinks. The end is in sight. Take care of yourselves, everybody. Cheers. Woo! Cheers. 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 All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is sponsored by Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you need uh, any kind of theater crap, like if you have to put on a play this year or you're a theater teacher, go to ludlamdramatics.com. They've got all kinds of resources because honestly, there isn't shit in the teacher stores for a theater teacher. Anyway, I'd also like to thank all of our hosts who are with us today. Mr. Count Chocolate, Miss Lucille Lane, Ms. Bunny O'Hare, and Miss Shirley Temple, as well as Miss Priscilla, who's by my side while I do all of this stuff. Also, we're starting our step bet this week, our second step bet, so there's still time to sign up. Download the step bet app, use the code TEACHER with the number two, and start getting some exercise. We start getting paid for what you're already doing and walking all over the place. We had a huge group last time. We've got about 52 right now. I think our pet step bet's over $1,000 at the moment. So come join us. It's lots of fun and very motivating. If there's anything you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink, you can go to our website and hit us up on the contact page of teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. We'll share your story on the air or at least read it in private and have a good laugh. Also, feel free to sign up for our Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to all kinds of bonus episodes, extra content, hours and hours and hours more of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast stuff all right my friends please take care of yourselves it's rough out there put your air mask on yourself before tending to those around you and honestly we'll see you next week cheers (laughs) no offense See, oh, see, gosh. see, Elvis is all quiet because he knows, because he knows. Actually, my mic's been on mute and I've been talking for like 30 seconds. Like, this is what are you talking over me? Oh, no. I'm trying to share this story. And she, all of a sudden, when you said he's silent, I was like, oh, wait. I can't hear me. I'm on mute. Oh, my God. I'm cueing you.